Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. If you're new, you know what to do. And I got two very special guests in the building, the dynamic duo. Say what's up. Hey, what's hey, up? What's up? <laughs> you, know, give, you know, introduce yourself to the uh, listeners. Uh, I'm Xander Alvarado, um, and yeah, my partner, my, my friend, <laughs> a dynamic partner in crime. <laughs> Yeah, uh, from Clinton, Valencia, and uh, I'm really excited to be here. <laughs> and as you can see from the title of this podcast, we'll be talking about Runaway Studios. So, uh, in Runaway Studios, uh, you guys want to explain what Runaway Studios is? Um, yeah, so Runaway Studios is something me and Clinton started last summer, um, and with a filmmaking company, we, production company, what we do is we make films, we help people produce films. Um, and uh, I mean, yeah, that's our goal is tell stories uh, through film. Is there anything you want to add, Clint? That's so dope. Y'all enjoy it? Y'all enjoy doing it? Recording and then editing, filming? I mean, yeah, I, 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 I mean, that's what I want to do, like, in the future, and I love doing it now. Um, I mean, there's nothing I'd rather be doing, and I'm glad that I'm doing it. Yeah. Um, so early. How did you guys come up with the name Runaway Studios? Uh, that's a, <laughs> it's a really long story, but basically what had happened was um, Xander and I were staying up really late one night and we were kind of pitching names to each other of what um, the film company should be called and as we were doing it we were going off of a list of names and Runaway Studios was a name that like sounded really great to both of us and um, there are so many deeper meanings where we were like yeah you know you could you know it's like you could run away because the stories were telling it's, it's not really you know, that's what we're doing. It's all about creativity and imagination. Um, and there are some other reasons behind it too. I don't know, Xander, do you want to talk about that? Or? Um, I mean, the original inspiration for, for the name came from a song uh, called Runaway by uh, Kanye West. Um, but once we, I mean, we found a name that sounded cool, but we wanted to find something that had deeper meaning. And like Clint said, we started to kind of like think about it and those deeper meanings kind of came and presented themselves to us. And uh, we, we felt that it was the right name. We felt it was like, it captured your attention and it um, kind of encapsulated a lot what we wanted to, to do with um, film just in general. And yeah, that's why we went with the name. You guys had a hard time coming, with, coming up with a name. Like I heard you guys have made like a full on like list of other potential um yeah we we i mean it took a while like it was probably like two hours of us just going back and forth yeah um i don't remember i think like some of them were like oh, combinations yeah. of our last names or first names or yeah it didn't sound right and then um the funnier thing it, was um it was like every time we'd come up with a name we'd always check to see if there were any other companies called that and like we'd, we'd set on a name we really liked and then all of a sudden we'd look it up on the internet and they'd have like 
all these followings and stuff. And we were like, oh, we can't do that anymore. We got to come up with something else. And so I think that's why it, it took such a long time too. It's because every time we, we took a step forward, we would take two steps back. Hey, trust the process. Yeah. <laughs> what, what made you two want to create films? Um, well, I know Clint and I have different stories, but I mean, for me, it's just, I love, I've always loved telling stories. I've always loved reading stories. And I mean, like I originally, I wanted to like be like a, like a novelist or something like that, but I just didn't really like, um, only like as a book as a way of telling a story. I think film combines a whole bunch of different things. It combines like visuals, it combines sound, it combines like you know, written story and all that, and it combines them all into one. And I think it's just the most effective and most creative way to tell a story. Um, and since I want to tell stories, I, I think that's why. And also, I just like love watching movies. I love analyzing movies. I, I, I just love movies. Yeah, I think it really started, and Xana knows the story, but it really started with, uh, I think, especially over quarantine. Um, that's the point that I realized I really want to do this and it just came from like me mass watching a bunch of films but originally uh, it really came from just my childhood and just like growing up really loving films or being you know I, I used to act and so I, I like to be in the industry and stuff like that and that kind of carried itself into high school where actually Xander and I um, met through theater and after that it was just you know oh you know it wouldn't it be crazy if we made a short film and like you know that's eventually what we did hey that sounds so dope <laughs> what call do you have like anyone or like any film that like inspires you that helped you to get where you are at today you want to go first yeah um there was a film so the film that really spoke to me is this film called um, Dead Poets Society. Um, and the whole basis of that movie is very much about the human experience, about emotions, about um, poetry. And I remember watching, my sister introduced me to that film and I remember watching it when I was little and just being blown away by it. Um, another one too is Goodwill Hunting. That was, when I watched that when I was a kid, that just really inspired me to, to one day want to be like, I really want to do this like whatever I do in life I just want to be able to affect people kind of like how this movie affected me and so kind of carrying that process that's how I um went forward with it um yeah kind of similar to Clinton actually one of the movies is the same I have two movies I'd say um one of them is uh, a movie called Drive um which was uh I was laughing at it because I always bring it down <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, it's just something like that movie it's like if you look at if you really like look at that movie like every aspect of it like every line every every camera angle everything has a purpose and if you like really go through that movie and watch it like like just the way that story is told is like just like it's told with such like a precision that you could watch it like four or five different times and discover something new every time and just from like a storyteller's perspective I think that's like one of the like like most amazing things you can do is like have every viewing or every uh reading like feel like a new experience each time and then another movie like clint said uh goodwill hunting is a really inspiring movie for me because um 
it was written by Matt Damon and um, Ben Affleck. Um, and they were like, in like the early 20s, like they were really young when they wrote that movie, but they won an, they, they won an Oscar off of it. And um, like, it was like their first feature, I think. And um, like, that's just really inspiring from like an independent filmmaker's perspective, because like being able to be that young and win an Oscar is like pretty crazy and like pretty inspiring, I think. And also it's just a really good movie. <laughs> What would we call? Are are these films like are they old or are like you know like kind of new? Got a clip. I was gonna say yeah, they're pretty um, they're pretty old, but um, and the whole reason I was I was smiling at when Xander said Drive is because and I think this is you know a lot of people's experience when they find a really good movie is. Um, they make their friends go back and watch that movie with them um, a bunch of times. And so that was really funny to, I remember the first time he watched the movie and then he was like, oh, you got to get on this. And then he made me watch it. And then, you know, um, our other friend, um, we were like, you need to watch this. And so then we wa I watched it. He watched it for a third time. I watched it with him for a second time. And then we had another friend and we're like, all right, hear me out. Like, so then I think I've seen the film around three times just and I, most of the times are with him actually which is really funny yeah um but yeah good good old hunting and I think Dead Poets Society came out in the 90s um yeah. and Drive came out in 2011 so it's fairly new it's not that old okay I might have to watch Drive then because <laughs> I might have to hop on it hey Ryan Gosling is is amazing in whatever Ryan role he Gosling. takes on yeah oh ha have you watched the notebook yeah the notebook oh notebook yeah the notebook is yeah. the notebook is one of those movies that you can fit into so many like categories like you know if you're hanging out with a girl notebook perfect movie if you're chilling with like the homies notebook perfect movie like it's Amazing it's movie. it's one of those movies that like genuinely you could watch with your family or watch with like someone you know and it, it like it still works yeah. I was telling Clinton the other day because I watched a Ryan Gosling movie. Um, it's called Blue Valentine. Like Ryan Gosling is always starring in movies that are just like extremely sad, like The Notebook, La La Land, Blue yeah. Valentine. Like, yeah. I mean, I feel like Notebook. Every young man should watch it. Oh, definitely. Everyone like, in general. Everyone in general. Yeah. It's it's one of those like cult classic that you have to see at least once yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've seen it like twice i've seen it like probably five times maybe maybe uh, i only watched it once and it was for my mandarin project yeah. why we, why, why did you have to watch the notebook <laughs> okay okay project? no so sorry for a mandarin project we get pick any movie we want uh, okay. and during the lesson it was like a, about dating it was like why not the notebook because i want to watch it but I just haven't found the time so why not force uh, okay. myself to watch it? And I enjoyed it. That makes sense. Yeah. The first time I actually watched a notebook was freshman year with um, with Lucas Philippone. And Xander, you were there. We were yeah. in a room together and we were just like bawling our eyes out because that was the first time I'd seen it. And you know, when one of your friends gets really emotional about something and they're like, no, but they're, they're not together. You know, it's <laughs> like all that stuff. The other friend tends to be like, oh like it, 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 it they realize you know how uh how sad the movie actually is <laughs> yeah anyway uh how many films you guys have out like 
Uh, right now we have four out. We have one in post-production and we have one upcoming that we're going to film Ooh. hopefully at the beginning of August. Um, yeah. So, and then we're planning on just writing more and trying to get more stuff out by the end of the summer. Yeah. Is the process hard to make like the short films? I wouldn't say it's... it's Go ahead, Clint. No, I was just going to say, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's necessarily hard. I just think it's, you know, whoever's really directing it, um, they find struggles or conflicts in whatever they're doing. I wouldn't, like, I think the actual filmmaking process is easy. You know, you run into some struggles trying to plan everything out, trying to get everybody's schedules right. Um, and then, you know, sometimes if you, uh, you didn't do something correctly on set, like you, you, there's a bad shot, it's out of focus, you run into some struggles there. But overall, I wouldn't say it's necessarily hard. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. And, and also just with more, the more films you do, you, you gain more experience. Like, um, I mean, the, the first film plan I did, we were just kind of just free freestyling the whole time. Like we, yeah. we didn't plan any shots out. We didn't, uh, yeah. we didn't like, we, like, I think we like cut out a whole scene just because we didn't have time. No, we cut out that. Like yeah, we, we cut out a whole scene. Um, just we didn't get a lot of camera coverage. So like me when I was editing, I kind of had to like. There was probably some mistakes. I had to like you know cut stuff together that like, you know, but you know our second film we learned from those mistakes. Also, sound was a big one. You know, we yeah. sound was horrible, but we fixed that in the next one. Um, and I think just with the more. Um, times you do something uh, like with anything you, you learn more like about what, what not to do and what and what to do and what not to do and like it becomes I, not necessarily easy but just more um uh, i mean i guess easier but like it just becomes more one more fun because you're you're not making as many mistakes and, like, <laughs> yeah but just yeah i guess easier in a sense and also i think you know that film we used all of our friends and we used um it was more of like, you know, and, and they even saw it as like, oh, we're just hanging out and stuff, um, which wasn't that good because we were trying to like make a film. And I remember there was a lot of stuff that went wrong, not even technically, just with um, like, just with uh, people in general. Like we filmed it at my house and like some, oh, Lucas got stung by a bee. Xander had like slipped and like fell one point. Yeah, uh, um, Clint accidentally not stabbed, but he accidentally oh, opened up a box cutter. Yeah, I, I, like, my hand was bleeding. I, like no, okay, so, so 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 what yeah, happened Clint. was so okay. Wait, let me let me explain. So you stabbed what, him, yo? No, yo. What, what happened was before we get another uh, truth, bro. Or is coming out? This is, it sounds so bad when you say it like that. <laughs> I mean, so no, what he... happened was um we were filming our short film chloe and we were setting up one shot so another mistake that we had made with the film was lighting we had chose to do the film at night because we're like oh. what kind of horror thrillers are shot during the day in broad daylight like we're not yeah. doing that midsummer well, midsummer yeah <laughs> sure. um but you know we were setting up a shot and i had this box cutter that I'd been using to like cut tape. And we'd also had, so part of the scenes we, uh, there was less like interrogation scene. 
and as a joke I have this like little toy gun and I was like uh, and I played the detective before so I was like I'm gonna keep this like in my pocket just so I, like, I get into character you know method acting and so when Xander and I Xander and I like you know uh he we were like setting up a shot or something and I don't know what he said. He said something that was like annoying or it was something like that. And so I pulled out the box cutter, but he assumed that it was the toy gun. And so, you know, Xander was like, oh, I'm going to get him. Like, I'm going to like, I'm going to like get the gun out of his hand and do all that stuff. But it was the box cutter and it was like with the blade open. And so he put his hand without even like, without question, like as soon as I brought it out of my pocket, he was like there. And he cut his hand and like the box cut, he tried to grab the gun, but he grabbed the blade of the um, box cutter and it made this like tiny incision. Palm into the box cutter. Yeah. And he started running around like crazy. He was like, you stabbed me, you stabbed me. (laughs) And at this point, you know, I think like (laughs) the the funny thing is, he like ran around and like at this point he's like bleeding too because even even if it was like a small cut there was still like blood gushing out um and everybody was trying to get him to calm down i think the funniest part was one of our um uh the main actress in that film molly she molly sasso she had tried to get him to like calm down she was like calm down calm down let me get like a first aid kit you're gonna be okay and Xander was like, no, I don't want your help. He started running around some more. And then and then later he was like, so you're really just going to let me bleed out? Or are you going to like catch me up or something? And that was like hilarious. There's, I think Chloe was one of those films where you, there was a lot of like really funny moments because we were, it was our first time and we could be unprofessional. Um, and we could make so many mistakes like that and have so many funny, you know, stories. Yeah. Was that your favorite uh, film? Like, two film. Favorite. Ooh. What was your favorite short film? For, from, like, a, from the perspective of just, like, if I'm hanging out with my friends, probably Chloe was the most, like, just, oh, like yeah. the most <laughs> casual. But yeah. I think in terms of, like, from, like, a professional standpoint where I think we worked the most effectively was probably Bridges, our second film. Bridges, yeah. Um, oh, that was, was good. Say, well, that, was a, that was a good film i think um not because like we worked with people that we hadn't really even met before so we so we like were forced to be professional and i think yeah. because of that we had like um like good we were just like work really efficiently we had like call outs we were working we, we worked solve problems efficiently and just yeah. overall, it was like a good filmmaking experience. But from like a, just a casual perspective, probably Chloe, just because like Clint said, it was just unprofessional. We're just kind of, we're just kind of like messing around making a film. And like, I mean, yeah. we we did it, but like the shooting process was like a lot more casual. I think the funnier, also a funny moment in Chloe was um, we tried to, Xander and I tried to take it as seriously as possible. So we do table reads over Zoom um, and we'd have everybody get on and kind of read the roles and we'd give them notes and stuff. And like, when we showed up, everybody said the same thing. And they were like, yeah, we have no idea what our lines are, by the way, like all those table reads, we were not like paying attention. And um, that's like, like looking back, like if I, if that had happened now, that would be probably my worst nightmare. But at the time it was probably, it was like so funny, you know, I wasn't, and I, we didn't have too many, um, like when we were actually doing in like, you know, taking a shot or actually filming something, 
there weren't that many moments of um, like, oh, I don't know my line or I don't know what I'm supposed to do or anything like that. Yeah. It was more, um, it was more just, you know, oh, like we need to get the camera working or, oh, I'm out of battery. It was more technical mistakes. I think in terms of experience, I I have to agree. Yeah. Chloe's my favorite. And in terms, and also Chloe was way more creative. You know, there was like death scenes and there was running around and, yeah, um, we were, that was like literally the worst possible situation yeah. to put ourselves in. Like it's for our first film, it was shot at night, which we didn't have lighting. We used like a ring light and like spare yeah. lights that we had. Um, a ring light, uh, and then so it was shot at night. We had like death scenes, which we had to figure out how to film. Um, like, like, a, like, like interrogation scenes. Like, like it yeah. Was, but I mean, we made it work, I guess. And. Uh, I think too, Bridges, yeah, I'll have to agree. Because I think after, Bridges was a project that had, I think the most, yeah, like Xander was saying, it was the most professional because there was people we hadn't really known or worked with and we didn't want to, you know, uh, mess up on like our end because we would just look bad. And I really enjoyed, and also our other projects haven't really had, um, as many roles as we had in Bridges. Like there was, you know, like I was only directing. I told myself I'm not gonna take any other role um, because I had just previously dealt with Chloe where I was like doing the cinematography and then we had put a shotgun mic on the, the camera. So technically there was like sound and then technically Xander and I was directing but Xander was acting and I meant like, you know, it was like a really hard process of, oh, what to do. And so that really stressed me out. And so for Bridges, I was like, I'm not, I'm just directing. Um, and then Xander and Candace Malloy, who's another person that we worked with, they were killer with cinematography. They were really good at communicating. We had um, Lucas doing sound, who he like did so much research with before. So like, and then of course the actors that we got were actual like they weren't us being like, oh hey, you know, asking our friends to do it. Um, they were still of course our friends, but they had theater experience and stuff. So it was more professional because everybody had a purpose and everybody was really excited to be there. And our other films have had that same kind of dynamic as well. Um, but I think in terms of Bridges, it was just the most um, that we, we could, could have done. Uh, who's like the main director? Like, do you guys switch off or like, you just have more? I don't know, than... I say we have like a main director. We just kind of switch off. Um, yeah. Like the most recent film that we had that's in post production, I directed. Um, the film before that was directed by a friend of ours, Clarissa Rosen. Um, and then Crashing Waves, which was the one before that, was directed by a friend of ours, Christian Castillo and Clinton. They co directed it. And then before that was Bridges, which was Clinton. And then before that, it was um, Chloe, which was Clinton and I. So I want to say we have like a main director. It's just kind of whoever writes it directs it. Um, if yeah. You want to. Is the writing process hard? Um, I mean, like with anything, like anything creative, like you just have to get it to a place where you want it. Like once you have an idea, you know, you outline it, you figure out all the plot points and then you start writing the script and then you send it off to like, usually I send my scripts to Clinton for edits. Um, and in terms of like, you know, story or even just technical stuff like formatting. Um, but I wouldn't say it's hard. It's just like, um, it's all about like telling your story and telling what you want to tell and yeah. you just get better with that with time. 
also depends about what you're writing you know like you could have a very simple story but you find out there are so many ways you want to tell the simple story and so as a result you might you know take a bit longer with figuring out the details but um uh yeah i don't i think once you're focused and once you have an idea of what you want it's pretty simple is it hard to get the creative idea like going in when you're filming making the script editing yeah no i think that's that's actually a i think harder than writing is finding an idea that you want to actually make um like i you know i think with bridges it was like i couldn't settle like i want i knew what kind of story i wanted to tell but i didn't know you know the idea necessarily i was like i want to do something like this quarantine but I don't know what, like, I don't have an idea for it. I just need to think about it more. And that's when it gets hard. Cause it's like, you could do so many things, but honestly you want to be in love with whatever you're doing. And so, um, yeah, Zan, do you want to talk about that a bit? I mean, yeah, for me personally, like, I know, like I went through like a long period yeah, of like writer's so block where I just, could, I just, could, I like a long period of writer's block where I just couldn't figure out anything that I wanted to tell. And, um, I mean, I, yeah, I would say out of the whole process, that's by far the hardest part because everything else is really technically technical besides writing. Like writing is obviously creative, but like even then it's still kind of technical because once you get your idea, you kind of have an idea of what you want to say about it. Um, but the getting the idea is by far for me the hardest part because one, you want to figure out a story that you want to tell and that other people want to hear. And that's the most important part. People, the people want to hear because you can tell a story, but if people don't want to hear it, then doesn't matter right um and finding that idea and finding honestly a lot of it has to do with confidence finding confidence in your ideas is probably the hardest part yeah what's called like how long will usually you know like the whole process from beginning to end like record make the script edit and then post it out how long does the process usually take it's really it honestly depends on you know who's making it bridges took longer than like three months um because you know i would i'd spent a long time on the script and we had you know school so i took breaks and then casting and and we were aiming to do it um over winter break so then we had to wait for that like gap of time um but then you know that took long but then uh crashing waves um which is like xander was saying the project um that Christian Castillo and I directed. I remember we took around two weeks to make a script, which was crazy fast. Um, and then we shot it and we spent a bit of time in post, but I mean, like in terms of pre-production, that's probably the fastest we've gotten um, a project around. Definitely. And I think um, for post-production, um it just depends like when on who's doing it so like I've, i think i've edited two two of the four that are out right now and i'm editing the, the my third which is the fifth film that's going to come out um it's i mean obviously you have obviously you have to work on it right it's because uh, but like you think like a lot, i think a lot of times we're like oh yeah we could get like a final cut in two weeks and we never get a final cut in two weeks like, that just never <laughs> it takes like a month to get a final cut and then you have to do color correction and color grading and all that which um it takes around like half a week or something like that so i mean it really just depends also on the length of the project right so if it's yeah. a longer project it's going to take longer to edit obviously because there's more stuff yeah. to edit 
Um, but I think something that Clint, Clinton has been really good about is um, like sending notes and stuff like that and making sure that we get a good final product. Because, um, yeah. you know, it, it's easy to just, you know, make a rough draft, a rough cut, because a rough cut takes a few days, you know, like, it, like the rough cut itself doesn't take too long. Um, but then, you know, you could say that's your finished product, but then, you know, there's a lot of mistakes that aren't even technical and stuff that has to do with like the pacing of the story or just the way the story is told. Um, so Clint and like just other people who we've sent our cuts to like Lucas Philippone, like you mentioned earlier, like they've been good about like making sure that we get a good final product and all that. And I think that's why we're able, why, why it takes so long, but also why we're able to come up with, I mean, at least decent. I think decent final products. And I think, yeah, for Bridges, um, Xander was editing and I was giving him notes and there's a solid, you know, like 15 Google Docs that exists where it's like nothing pages of notes. And, you know, I, I like every time I go through my, my like little Google Doc, um, I see like, you know, all these like, just like literally like a, a bracket full of all these notes that I had for Xander and, you know, each draft I'd, I'd make a page or two pages. So I think like the first rough draft, I had like three pages of just nothing but notes. Um, but what was good about it was, you know, it, it was like correcting a lot of mistakes, but also just following the vision that I had in mind. And I think that's ultimately, if you can get that out of your project, it's worth any amount of time, you know? Um, so and that's why it depends on really who's making it. Yeah. And like, I mean, editing itself just like physically takes a long time. Like the other day I sent Clinton a snap um, the morning after we had finished shooting our, um, the film that we're going to release, the one that's in post-production now. Um, I, I, the morning after I started editing, like probably around like 10 in the morning, I was like, okay, I want to, I want to get a rough cut. And um, like at like nine o'clock at night, um, I sent Clinton like a snap. I was like, I've been working on this for like almost like 13 hours. Like <laughs> this is insane. But I, I mean, I got it for rough cut in like a day, which is what I would want it to do. But that's probably not like a healthy working habit. But um, with the dedication though, the hard yeah, work. I mean, yeah, it, I mean, it pays off because like you, you're able to get notes quicker and figure out what's wrong with it quicker and fix those issues. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, it just depends on who's working on it and, you know, the amount of notes. Um, <laughs> the oh, yeah. Amount of notes. Yeah, there it is. Um, and yeah, I mean, it takes a while, but at the end of the day, like, I love editing. Like, I could sit in a room and edit all day. Um, so it's not, it's hard work, but it, I, I love doing it. Let's call it, like, when you started, do you guys, like, do you get like new microphones, like cameras, uh, editing software, or like do you just like use what you guys have? For the first one we did, we mostly used what we had. So like, but luckily both me and Clint, uh, our parents had bought like cameras, uh, like DSLR cameras, uh, like for family picture taking and stuff like that, like years ago. So we had access to cameras. Um, and then we bought like cheap microphones or no, uh, yeah, we, we had bought cheap microphones, but the sound wasn't all that good. Um, that was mostly because we plugged it directly into the camera, which like is like a whole technical thing that you're not supposed to do that. But, um, and then for our next project, we like um, 
And like for that one, I use a free editing software called DaVinci Resolve, which is better for more for color correction, which I still use for like color correction and stuff like that. It's just not that good for editing. Um, but when we came around to um, Bridges, um, by that point I had started taking, or I guess me and Clinton had taken Mr. Roberts's uh, photography class. And uh, luckily with that class, we got access to um, the Adobe Creative Cloud Suite. So I was able to, I'm able to use Premiere Pro until I graduate from Loyola, um, which was like really nice because Premiere Pro is like what a lot of professionals use. Um, and so, so that's for editing software. And then for Bridges, we also bought like microphones, like we invested in good microphones. Uh, Clemson bought a boom pole. Um, we bought like um, filters and stuff like that to help for getting more like cinematic footage and stuff like that. And so we, we did a lot of research into like what's what's good to buy and what's not good to buy, like what, what people who are starting out should buy. And, and we invested in that stuff to, you know, so we could make a better product. And I think it worked. Um, in especially in terms of sound. Sound was our biggest issue with the first one and we've gotten fairly good at sound. Yeah, how much you guys spend like in total? Like for the whole new stuff you had to buy? Um, me personally, like, okay, so the good thing is my birthday is in November. So like I, I got a lot of birthday <laughs> money. Um, so I was able to like kind of invest, but um. I think the most expensive thing was the microphone because like yeah. microphones are really expensive. Um, so that's probably around like a hundred dollars, but everything else was like expensive, but not like crazy expensive. It was like 30 bucks here, like 20 bucks there. Like it, it, it was not good for my wallet, but, <laughs> but it wasn't like insanely expensive. Like, you know, like professionals, you know, you, you buy like a lens and it's like, 18k it's like okay like, it's like yeah. you know but um it wasn't it was expensive but it, it was one it was worth it and two it wasn't like crazy crazy expensive so like around like 200 300 dollars i'd yeah, say probably. probably a little less but yeah yeah and then when you do casting and like hire your crew for holding the mic camera and everything like how does that like how do you decide like who does what, you know? Um, I think like yeah, one day, that was like a big issue that we were running into after Chloe because we were like, you know, oh, we can't just use our friends, but at the same time, we don't know any people. And it came to the point where we posted on our story, like a poll on our Instagram story and just kind of utilize social media and just say, who, like, would anybody be interested in helping us out make a short film? Would anybody be interested in acting in a short film? And the responses that we got were like crazy overwhelming and supportive. And I think on my story, I got like 50 yeses. And to me, I was like, that's awesome. Because I had no idea like this one kid wanted to help out and he seems like he's a great dude or I could use this girl to be an actress. And so that ultimately um, was like everything we needed to, to say, oh, cool. You know, uh, let's have this person come in and, in terms of uh, casting, though, it's a bit more like uh, it, there, there are situations where it's a bit more like, you know, oh, whoever we can get. Um, for Bridges, it was interesting, though, because we actually did auditions and stuff and we held Zoom auditions and we had people come in and read. And that was awesome because it felt really professional and it felt, you know, like we were getting the best person for that role. And I think you could really see that in some of the um, performances in that uh, short film. 
Yeah, and now we've kind of gotten to a point where, like, people reach out to us to help, which is great because we don't have to, like, yeah, you know, scramble around to find people. Like, our friend Christian, who um, who directed or co-directed Crashing Ways and has helped with uh, other projects. Um, like, I went to middle school with him. Um, so I knew him, like, since seventh grade. I, he was He's a year older than us, so uh, he like went off to high school and all that so I didn't really talk to him too much eighth grade and then I just kind of lost contact with a lot of people from my middle school but he had reached out to me and was like yo I love what you're doing all that like you know let me know if I could get involved and I was like oh that's super cool so I introduced him to Clinton we started talking um we brought him into the writer's room that we do and stuff like that um and we just got to know him a lot better. I honestly, I reconnected with him because like, I, I was cool with him in middle school, but I didn't, I didn't really like talk to him too much, but like we reconnected and like, he's like a good friend of mine now. And like, he helps a lot. And I mean, yeah, it's just interesting when like people reach out and like they're able to help. I, I, like, it's good that we've gotten into a place where people reach out to us instead of us having to like scramble around to find people, which is definitely helpful. And I was calling for those people like reaching out, like, do you have them audition? Um, in terms of acting, um, like if it's something that we just completely don't know, uh, I think the only project that we've had something that we don't completely don't know for acting was Bridges. So that's why we did auditions. Um, but in terms of like technical stuff, like, um, the girl Candace that we had, uh, help with Bridges, like, She's a family friend of Lucas Philippone. And he had shown us a lot of like cinematography stuff that she had done for like, just like online and stuff like that. And like, we really liked what she did and we didn't have her audition. We just like trusted that she'd do a good job and she did. And we you know we're thankful for that because she, she did a really good job on that project on Bridges. Um, so for, for more, more so for cast, we have people audition than crew. Um, yeah, and I think crew, most of the time we know um the person who we're working with that's and it. so it's 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 like it's not necessarily an audition more of like oh i've known you for a bit i know what kind of person you are you're awesome you know yeah because in terms of crew like a lot of times when we're getting people to work with us it's like a boom person or production assistant or something like that so basically the i guess qualification if you want to call it that is just that like we know the kind of person you are i can trust you and we know that you could help out and that's worked for us so far so um yeah basically that's what that's kind of the process for bridges how many people audition and like how long did the whole audition take six people i think audition all together um we had them do like a little small scene that you know was probably the most dramatic to see how they could tackle that and um you know of course, when you do a really hard scene like that and they do it really well, you know that they'll be able to, to handle the other scenes. Um, yeah, we had around six people audition and um, the auditions were pretty, you know, it was like, you know, a minute long scene. They were pretty short um, and we just did it over Zoom. And yeah, like I think the process for it was simple. We recorded it and I think, yeah, Xander and I went back later, rewatched it kind of looked at each performances side by side and was like, oh, that's cool how, you know, this person reacted to a line the way that this person didn't. I would love to see more of that. And we actually did callbacks, um, which was really cool. We were 
still like didn't know who to cast as the main role and so we kind of um we had um we had cast the main role of august but we didn't know who was going to play rachel and so we had um ben uh, ben stout who played the main role come in and read with other people and see um how well they fit together and then ultimately we did we decided from there that's hey, that sounds like a not too long but you know kind of time consuming yeah. process yeah, yeah it, was, it was time consuming but i mean it, wasn't it was like fun hard. yeah yeah it was and yeah i think yeah the whole point of it was like it was exciting to to kind of you know be in this professional setting and capacity yeah do you guys have a website uh the, the listeners can go check out um yeah we do it's uh the link or the website is runaway studios dot slash runaway um it might be easier to access um if they go to the link in the bio of our instagram which is runaway studio ca on instagram um because it's just linked in the bio and you just click on it um but yeah that, that's our website um we have like links to our projects and like uh like behind the scenes photos and just like stuff uh, stuff like that was it hard to make the website or like who made it or, you know? Um, it wasn't crazy hard to make the website because uh, it's through Wix, which is like, you know, it helps you. It like gives you templates and all that. Yeah. Um, but me, uh, Clinton and our friend Molly Sasso, who helps with, who's, who not helps, who, she, who does our communications stuff. So like she runs our Instagram. Uh, she helps reach out to new people. She gets like in contact with a lot of people for casting and stuff like that. Um, so she runs all that, but she uh, helped make the site with us um, and uh, helps us promote it and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, it was us three that made the site. And what's called last question? Uh, you guys said you guys have film, new films coming out soon. You want to give like the listener, you know, a small insight to what the film's going to be about. Uh, yeah, so the film that I direct, wrote and direct that's going to be coming out um, probably uh, beginning of August. Um, it's uh, the title's Afflictum, um, and it's about um, kind of it's the story is about um, uh, a man who um, a young man who loses somebody in his life and turns to kind of self-destructive habits to kind of deal with that. And it's kind of about his story about um, like returning to like his former, or at least starting to return to his former self. And um, um, yeah, uh, that's the kind of log line that the, what the story is about. Hey, I can't wait to watch that short film. And you guys want to give Thank any you. shout outs right now quick? Um, shout out, shout out. Molly Sasso, our communications Sasso. manager, we couldn't do it without Molly Sasso. Um, yeah. Lucas Philippone music on Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, he Archie Teller, one of our uh, um, graphic designs. Yeah, design. graphic oh, yeah, RJ Tyler designed our logo. Um, yeah. Lucas Philippone does a lot of the music, so yeah. go check him out. Make some great music. Yo, Gabe for host, shout out Gabe for hosting us. Yeah, Gabe for hosting us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I think anybody else. Um, I mean, you don't, just, forgetting. We're you don't want to We're shout forgetting. out your Instagram. Yeah, oh, yeah, our, yeah. Our, yeah our shout Instagram. out Clint Valencia. 
I'm going to on Instagram. Oh, Xander Alvarado on Instagram. Um, yeah. You know, but just you anybody know. who's helped us with any projects that we're forgetting. I'm sorry for forgetting you. Yeah. But um, just it's, any, it's all funny. those people. It's funny because we can, like, there's so many people that just help out that are different, like, talents. And that's a, that's a cool thing, too. It's, like, we're able to utilize all these different people. Um, yeah, we're forgetting. Oh, shout out. We, we already talked about Christian Castillo, but shout out Christian Castillo. I don't know if you'll listen to this, but shout out Christian. We'll, we'll tell him to listen to it. We'll, we'll tell him to listen to it. We'll tell him to shout him out. Um, hey. Yeah. Anybody who's helped us, anybody who's, um, oh, shout out. Um, us for just shout out John O'Groats Restaurant on Pico Boulevard. Uh, yeah, best, bisc- best biscuits in Los Angeles. Um, best biscuits, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, just in general, just shout out anybody who's helped us. Shout out anybody who um, shout out Jordan worked with us. Jordan, Jordan, uh, Jordan P. J Money. J Money. J Money. Uh, he's hey. he's promoted us. He's promoted so. us. He's really chill. Yeah. Shout out him. But yeah, thanks for hosting us, Gabe. Hey, everyone, there, every, all the link, you know, website, Instagram, Runaway Studios, Instagram to their own personal, TikTok, I don't know if they want to add the TikTok in there, oh, yeah, but. Same thing, same, Runaway Studios CA on all platforms, yeah. except Twitter. Hey, everything, everything would be down in the description. Just click the link, you know, follow them, hit them up if you want to help them out, you know, act or be part of the crew. And yeah, that is it for today's podcast. I hope you all enjoy it. And yeah, see you next time. Peace.